0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, Member member Saying We'll we'll start here. Like we said, three straight wins for the Grizz. Mm-hmm. Six of seven. Uh, you've gone six and three without Ja Morant. It's good we're not going to have to keep up with that record uh, sans Ja Morant here much longer. Right. But six and three with them. And you got to think about it. It's 10 and eight on the season. Last year, I think there were 20 and five without Ja. But they started four of seven. You're 6-1 right. without him since. So th- this team is, you know, you you could say, you know, you faced Dallas three times the last 10 games. Some of the competition, the Spurs, you could sit up here and say, well, they haven't played anybody. But clearly they found a nice little formula without Ja during this stretch last night. Jaren Jackson, 28 points, including a big layup there with 17 seconds left. So before we get to Ja saying his return, a lot to break down there, just what's stood out to you most? about this stretch here again six of seven uh jaron playing well santi last night uh bain you know has been there for the most part pretty consistently what's encouraged you the most about uh where the grizzlies are at right now having taken back sole position of second place from sacramento um
1: just their resistance to lose to give up to allow the outside distractions allow the Some of the the bad play, Um, you know, this has been a heck of a week, man. These guys have had a crazy run over the last few games. Some super fun games we've witnessed um, since the last time we talked. You started off with the game against the Spurs. You were down by 29 points. I'm sitting here watching that game, multitasking at night. While the Tigers were playing, University of Memphis was playing a NCAA tournament game. I'm going back and forth. And I was like, okay, this looks like it's going to be an ugly night for the city. But to see the Grizzlies come back from that twenty-nine point victory, chipping away, chipping away, chipping away, yep, and uh, and pulling that game out, um, I'm ready to say that was a totally momentum swinging game where that that type of game can swing a season. And I think that that game, to see that team rally together, Tyus Jones had some things to say that they had a tough conversation uh, in the locker room at halftime. I would have loved to have been in the locker room to hear what that conversation was. Uh, that he said, guys, you know, said some things need to be said. But whatever it was, I think it sparked something for the season because you've seen guys play totally different since then. Uh, you've seen Dylan really hone in and play some great basketball on both sides of the ball. You've seen Ty has been a very, very good leader with the ball. Yeah. You've seen Jaron Jackson turn into a monster of a man offensively where he's playing like he's got a point to prove. He He's playing like a guy who when you start off the season and you say, hey, I want to be an all-star this year. That's how Jaron Jackson's playing with the all-star bid already under the tuck. He's playing like a man. On a mission to do something, and uh, we definitely have seen him do that for sure. That big win against the Spurs, like I said, I think kicked off uh, a lot of momentum. Then you come and you get the boogeyman, uh, uh, the monster in the closet, you know, the the the, the bully uh, on the schoolyard, the Golden State Warriors, the defending NBA champions. You beat them handily at home, pretty much in an embarrassing fact, uh, uh, fashion, beating them the entire game. You get Dallas last night down by, I think, as many as. 16? Yeah, you were, down by, you were down in the fourth quarter against this team. And you made a tremendous run, chipping away, chipping away, like I said, bully balling this team. Jaron Jackson Jr. coming in and scoring the bucket to put the game away after having five fouls, coming in with those five fouls and just being a leader. Um, Just to see this team continue to do that. And now you get two games at home against probably the worst team in the NBA. You get John Morant back, so it's going to be a party, or dare I say a parade in my city tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, with, with Jabba Red hits the court. It's just, it's just great times right now, man. Did you feel like before they go out next Sunday against uh, the Hawks on the road, if you can get these two games under your belt, there'll be eight of your last nine games you've won. uh One, two, three, four, five, five straight wins. I think that uh, good things are here to come, and I'm glad to see how this team has rallied around each other without Jabba, without Steven Adams, and without Brandon Clark.
0: So, you know, the regular season can be a grind and we are getting down. That You're past the point of the dog days where we're mm-hmm. what, 11 games left. I mean, it's mm-hmm. go time here now, dress rehearsal time. But did it feel like to you that with where this franchise was, if we're going back to winning the six or seven, you know, that stretch started with the first win over Golden State that you handled. You get them two out of the, you know, two, two out of these six have been against Golden State. Were those wins important, whether symbolically, whatever else, with where they had had you. You know, Draymond does the podcast, says we beat you, what, six out of the last eight times. Like, we, you know, we've had your number. I just mm-hmm. – I, I wonder if if the two wins over them – because the wins over Dallas, I mean, all of them without Luka, you know, two, two, two of the three without Kyrie too. I have a hard time putting a ton of stock in them, although I'm with you. The fortitude they showed in rallying both times, doing it against the Spurs, you like. But with the Golden State Warriors, with those games, what was – that felt important. That felt, whether whether it was just sending a statement to Golden State themselves that, look, y'all don't have our numbers like you think we do, or or for their own confidence saying that, you know, after where they had been with Golden State and having their number, those, yeah. those two in particular felt maybe more important than right. the other. Am I putting too much stock in them or
1: would no, you buy them? No, because I totally agree with you. Um, that Warriors team, beating that team, because there are a lot of teams like you can look at Dallas and say, hey, they didn't have Luke or they didn't have Kyrie, even though it's a whole nother discussion on how good that team actually is with both of those guys because they've got a losing record right. both of those guys are playing. That's, together. Right. Um, that's a whole other discussion. But um, that Golden State Warriors team, that's the team that's probably going to the playoffs. You know, that's 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 pretty much all. They, who they are who they are. They had a stretch where they didn't have Steph Curry. Steph's been back for a while now. They're still not a good team. I, th- I think they're borderline below 500, if not below 500. Um, you may get Wiggins back from the playoffs. We don't really know what's going on around that uh situation outside of speculation, but, um, that's pretty much, that's the Warriors team you're going to see in the playoffs and, and that's who they are. And we we're beating those guys shorthanded without job, ja, without Steven Adams, you might not get Steven Adams back, but you know, you'll have John ja Morant back. And, um, just to beat that, that boogeyman, there were moments where Jaron Jackson Jr. Looked dominant against Draymond Green. There were moments where Dylan Brooks was, more than, uh, looking more than capable of shutting down Steph Curry. I mean, he was playing very he well. He
0: did. Dylan Brooks yeah. shined in those two matches. Yeah,
1: Clay Thompson wasn't things. really giving you anything. That's who the Warriors are, man. And they can throw up their one, two, three, four rings, all those type of things. But we may be the team to end that streak and end your season. It uh, comes down, come down to the playoffs in a 2-7 or a 3-6 matchup. So I think getting being that team, the team that you know you may be playing in the first round. And handling them the way that you have, and dealing with those mental demons, like you said, with this team that you know has had an edge on you, especially the Jaron Draymond stuff and the and the Dylan, Clay Thompson, all those type all those type of things. That that, I think that's a really big deal to come out there and beat that team the way that you did.
0: What what again? You know, and we've done this. You know, Mm -hmm. whether it's weighing in every couple of weeks, four weeks, whatever it is. But just in terms of now that they found some stability without Stephen Adams, because we still don't know on him in Mm -hmm. terms of for playoffs and everything else. Have your expectations at all changed? Are they the same? Are you more disappointed now because they found some stability? Josh coming back, if they did go out in a first-round series, then you then you necessarily would have been. Has anything changed about what you expect from this team in terms of your postseason expectations mm-hmm. for, for this Grizzlies team?
1: Looking at the rest of the West, my expectations have increased. Um, of course, I think it depends on the matchup. I'm a little w- more worried about Dallas than I would be going to state. I know that sounds crazy. You're talking about the defending champions. Um, I just think we just don't know what Dallas is. We just haven't seen whatever they're going to be going into the playoffs.
0: It's true. We don't We don't know yet. Yeah, we don't we really don't.
1: know. E- even with them being two and four with 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 Kyrie and Luka, they really haven't had many games together. So they may turn into a totally different team in the playoffs. I don't trust their defense at all. I think they're right. super fraudulent. They're bigs. I don't – Christian Wood is – he's not – He'll fall apart in the, in the playoffs. He was he really got in the Jaron skin last night. He's not built for anything real, like uh, and for the playoffs. I don't I don't think so. Um, but I but I do think that with the West being all over the place like it is, a fully healthy, ready to go Grizzlies team with an engaged John Morant. You'd assume from some of the comments we heard from Dylan Brooks, Dylan playing lockdown defense, being more efficient offensively like we've seen in the last few games. Jaron Jackson Jr. being a monster. Des- monster. Desmond Bain showing himself to be capable of being another number two scorer that could put the ball on the on, on the ground, hit a mid-range shot. And if you can get that three-pointer dropping, you know what you're going to get from him. And if you get Steven Adams back, there's nothing stopping this team from from making a very deep run in the West and possibly going to the final. So I'm not going to say I expect that, but my my enthusiasm or my uh, likelihood or of, of those type of things happening feel a lot better than they felt. Uh, 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 even a couple of weeks ago, especially with the emergence of two guys on this team, real well, three guys that we, you know, Santi Aldama, who's been incredible as a backup, big. We saw the Jaren Santi lineup yesterday a lot down the stretch, and it was freaking phenomenal. They, yep. look, they look like uh, uh, Powell and Kevin Garnett on the same team. Back in the early two thousands.
0: <laughs> Hold on though. <now>. Hold on. <laughs> Ideally, <laughs> like, was it twenty two and fourteen from Santi? Though yeah, Mac had
1: had twenty eight and six or something like that. in, so.
0: in twenty three minutes because yeah, of the foul. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I mean, like I'm really not that far. They look like KG and Powell looked when they were young, but um, you you saw you got Santi doing his thing. He's rolling and the play of Luke Kennard, who has been looked very good with the ball in his hands, being kind of a, a, a tertiary. Um, I think that's the right word, ball handler, ball handler uh, on the team, as well as a shooter, like you know. And also, Roddy's been playing very well as a yeah. 3-4, 4-3 type player. Just being a bully, getting to the basket, drawing contact. His jumper isn't falling. When his jumper falling, is definitely icing on the cake. But if anything, he can bully you. He can get to the rim. And um, I think if those guys, if you get something out of those guys come playoff time, this could be a team, like I said, that could come out of the West.
0: Well, and then if you got it, just – I know we've, we've talked about it, but it, it just looks – because you're now a game ahead of Sacramento, sole possession mm-hmm. of second, you've got the second easiest schedule the rest of the way, these final 11. If you can hold on to that two seed, it's home court through the first two rounds. Right. This team is 30-5 at FedEx form. Right. It's the best home record in the league. Right. And so, you, you know, whether it's a Golden State or whoever comes through, even you a really Dallas – Yeah,
1: you're ready to do whatever you need to do to get that two spot. Yeah, you, you hold do, on. Do we get on Sacramento
0: again? It's such I mean, an advantage. Oh, that, that series is done tied 2-2. Oh, two, two. Okay. And that's why I'm pretty sure you do not, at this point, you don't want to finish tied with them because they get the tiebreaker because it goes it goes regular season, head-to-head, and then a uh, division winner, and then it goes to conference. Mm-hmm. And I think both teams are going to win their division, so you'd go to conference record, and I think Sacramento would, would have yeah. you right now they're 27 a little more
1: fired in the West than we are. So yeah.
0: Yeah, they're 27 and 15, and the Grizzlies have 19 losses in conference. They're 26 and 19. Right. So it's it's a little tie. You don't want to be finished in a tie with them. It's from as far as I can tell. That said, though, man, if you can lock in and get that two seed, it's such an advantage for a team with the best home record, literally, in the NBA, man. Right. It feels like every single one of those, well, most of the guys that again that are in the rotation right now. They're, it's just true they're playing so well in these games at FedEx form man. now 30 and five for the Grizzlies at FedEx form it's uh they're they're in line to break the franchise record for home wins in a season looks like they'll do it nothing to think they won't especially with what they've got left on the schedule the rest of the way against second easiest schedule uh the rest of the regular season so uh Grizzlies' certainly in a good spot right now and yeah. feels like they can be in even a better one with John ja Morant coming back before